0: a slush. it's a uh, it's a covered, a, a tremendous covet for, for the yeshiva for all of us to have Rabbi Kalish in our Beshedrish um, I, I, there, there's so much that I, that I want to say but I don't want to take away from 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 listening to Rabbi Kalish, I could say I think I say this. Could be I say this every time uh, Rabbi Kalish is here, and I have I have to say it because um, because in 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 life, you know, we we only see many times, especially nowadays, where everything it goes viral and social media and people hear things like the minute that it's happening. Um, I remember when I was uh, a young, I think in Koilil, I must have been in my early twenties. I remember hearing about this man. It was like a, a very strange thing that I heard about this this Rebbe uh, from Farakwe Yeshiva Farakwe, Rabbi Kalish, who who finished Shas every year. I was like, what? That's like that's like incredible. Finish Shas every year. And this I heard many, 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 many years ago, many years ago, to, to know that there was a person, like I was like, that's a lot of blot, that's like seven blot, I don't know, you know, uh, I remember as, as uh, you know, when you're younger, you always have those dreams to do that, you know, you do two blot a day, I used to do in yeshiva, it was an inspiration from Rebbe, for sure. Uh, doing okay. If I do two blot a day, it'll take me three years to finish. Four years to finish. And the the beauty of it, to, in my in my opinion, is the Gemara says the Gemara. You know, Torah, Torah gets a gets a bad rap a lot because it's Torah. It's the most hush of thing in the world. So of course, it's gonna get a, it's gonna get hit. You know, uh, you know, he's learning. You know, nowadays he's learning. Uh is a problem. He's learning. Is does he have good midos? He's learning. It's like learning. Like I said, unfortunately, you know, we need to be machazik and strengthen kavod Toira and the the reality of kihem chayenu. And when there's a person like Rabbi Kalish. Who, who, you see from his children, you see from his children, you see the ones we know, of course, Rabbi Kalish. Um, as the Gemara says, uh, when you see a person, the Yuma Pevav, al is that people should love God through you? <speaking in Hebrew> That people should say, "Wow, well, Torah is sweet. Torah makes you a, a better person. Torah makes you a sweeter person. Torah makes you a, a smell good in the eyes of other people." That's what the Gemara says. And what do you say? You say, shalom de Thank you, Tati, my father who taught me Torah. As we speak many times about our fathers, everybody's got father stuff. Most people have father stuff. So to, to say that we're with a person in, in our Beis Medrash, a person who's so dovuk to Torah, but what has Torah done to him? What Torah has done to him and to his family, to his children, where Zeche, I don't know if the younger Chevra know Rabbi Benizbi, but Rabbi Benizbi is a is a is a uh, an Arun hakodesh for us a kodesh of 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 Torah and midos. You talk to Rabbi Benisvi in learning in, in in anywhere he's holding anywhere. You talk to him and you talk to him about nidos, You talk to him how to be with another person and how to how to uh, live with another person. How to be a, 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 a nachas ruach to people, to Hashem, Rabbi Benizbi, that's Rabbi Kalish's son-in-law. You're, you, m- many of you, most, all, all of us here are Talmidim of, of Rabbi Kalish, of his son. Where does that come from? It comes from the, from the Tata, it comes from the Mama, it comes from a person who Torah is not just Chachma, Torah is his life, and Torah is the sweetest and the greatest and when you meet a person who lives that, it's an inspiration for us. So it's a schus, Rabbi Kalish, to have you here. Really, I'm a, it's an honor that we're zoiche, to have your son-in-law here all the time. I'm going to plug this, I'm going to say this, because I'm not just going to wait for Purim to say this. Usually I say it on Purim. I'm not going to wait. I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, get, get a shaychus to Rabbi Benizbi. Rabbi Kalish, Rabbi Kalish. Oh, he says over. He says, if he lived in Eretz Yisrael, the, the person he'd come to as his Rebbe, is Rabbi Isbi. that's what he says. That's what, you're, that's what Rabbi Kalu says. He says he would come to Rabbi Benizbi to learn from him. So I don't, uh, I don't want to take you out of re- retirement, Rabbi Isbi, or, you know, uh, but, uh we should be zaycha. should be zaycha, that they should be lining up. Not that they don't. They do. Those who know, know. But take advantage, everybody. And, uh, it comes from the... They say a... Edim is a shtick schwer, Right? Huh? A talmud. Benizvi is a talmud of Rabbi Kalish. So it's a schus to share whatever you want to share. Thank you for being here.
1: only left me uh, he only left me sixteen minutes. See, it's easier to listen when you know when it's ending. So is that true that I have sixteen minutes? I
0: can take more. I can take more. take more. Yeah, I I don't
1: know if the Rashiva says it could take more. It's fine, it's fine. What do you say? Take a few more minutes? Sure. Okay. Now I have I was thinking maybe to begin, why is learning so geschmack? Why is learning so geschmack so, so much fun? Learning Torah learn is so much fun. So when I would ask this in class to my young students, the 16-year-olds, so they, so they look at me like the rabbi, like, me something, something's wrong with the rabbi. He says, why is learning so much fun? <laughs> they, they, they like laughed at me. So why is learning so what is learning so yeshiva? What makes learning so... It's true, but what makes it so yeshiva? So I was thinking, you know, yeshiva sort of alluded to it. I'm a little obsessed with Hazar. I'm obsessed. I wasn't taught this way. When I became a little older and I was learning in yeshiva, and I noticed that all the G'daylim, all the G'daylim, the big Talmid HaChemad, they had one thing in common, that they used to review, chazara, review and review and review. chazar And I realized that that's the key. The key, I always tell Talmidim, it doesn't matter if you learn five blood as man. Some people like to learn five blood in the, from Sukkot to Pesach. They go very, very slow. They like learning very Be'iyum. And some people learn 50 bladizman. Maybe I used to do that. Some people learn hundreds of bladizman. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. The only thing that makes a difference is how many times you review it. That's what makes a difference. I share with them my backwards, Masechta theory. See, I have a theory that the Beinu HaKadosh the Shasta, all the is are backwards. I'll give you a mushroom. Let's start, Marcus. Have you any other in the Have you any other Mesektes, Marcus? What does Marcus mean? Marcus. We're talking about lashes. In which mission, in which peric, does it talk about all those that I get, Malkus, receive Malkus? Which is that peric? The last peric, Aelan Alokin. It starts with Adam Zoyniman and Gullius. The last peric, Gittin is a great example. If I was writing Ms. Gittin, the last mission in Gittin is grounds for divorce. There's a mission that Big Mac likes to about grounds for divorce, the pay review. Why the entire review of grounds for the many sheetas. There are many different sheetas. What she says if she burns the chulent, it's grounds for divorce. I don't want to say, I don't want to say all the opinions, I'm afraid to say it. But it's the last mission in If I was writing Miset, I'd make it the first mission. Grounds for divorce. That should be the first mission. It's the last mission. Misetus Kedushin. If you were writing Misetus Kedushin, so first tell me who I'm allowed to marry. Who am I allowed to marry? Then you tell me how to marry. Which paragraph in Kiddush deals with who you're allowed to marry? you guess the last one, you guess you're, you see, you're <laughs> the last I saw a The dealing with who you allowed to marry is the last peric I'll tell you a surprise guys, Mesech is Nida, the last Mesech in So the first thing when you learn that Mesech I don't know how much you know about these things Nida and Zava. It's very complex. What's a Nida and what's a Zava? So you know, Nida is it's on a period Between the periods, it's the last sugya nida is what's a nida, and what's a zab. It's it's the last sugya, the last mishnah, mishayes, is the last sugya nida nafayin gimel. It talks about what's. It's backwards. If I was writing the mesect, I write first. So why did Rabbi Akadish? I just have to back to was he confused? Was he mixed up? I doubt it. My claim is he wrote it backwards because when you finished, then you start. He was teaching you. Now you're starting the Mesefta. You want to learn Bacchus? So you think you're finished? No, this is the beginning. The end is the beginning. That's my backwards Mesefta theory. Now I want to share with you a Rashi in Brakos. Is that what it says? Agvedekala You know, they used to have a Shia before Yantif, So Kala. It's to like that today, the Balabatim. They learn, they get together to learn. So what schar, What do you get schar for? For the crowd. It's very crowded. You sit in the crowd, is room, it's <coughs> stuffy, it's crowded. So the schar you get is for suffering through the crowd. I word the kalatukha. So Rashi says, why don't they get schar for the learning? Why don't they receive schar, vavamid base? Why don't they receive scar for the learning? So Rashi says, because three months later. They can't say it over. They don't get schar for the learning, says Rashi, because it goes in one ear. You know, you hear a good shia sometimes. It goes like, I hope not this afternoon, goes in one ear, and it goes out the other ear. So since you can't say it over, you don't get schar for the learning. Be the So what is the schar of learning you're getting for? Is the knowledge, retaining the knowledge. How do you retain the knowledge? Now I want to speak to you a little bit, explain to you that it's a very basic mistake. I've asked this question to many, many people, and they all answer wrong. Why do you remember something when you review it? Why do you remember it better? When you review something, you remember it better. So 9 out of 10 or more than that people I asked this question if you review it, you remember it. Is that true? You think so? Why do you remember it better if you review it? you have an one idea? One time you learned it, one time you oh, learned it. Oh, that's it. He got it 99 out of 100 peoples of Weisbacher. He says, you learned it again. You learn it once, you forget it. It's a big ties. It's not the reason. I'm going to share with you the secret why if you review it, you remember it better. The principle is the following: The brain abhors, that means hate, the brain abhors fuzzy, vague knowledge. The brain only retains clarity, something that's clear, something that's fuzzy, that's unclear. The brain spits it out. You can remember a baseball game from, from 10 years ago. And you remember this score, and everybody about hitting how much he had, and all your favorite players, you remember the batting edge, because it's clear, because it's Chlor, it's not confusing. The problem with Gemara, let's face it, the problem with Gemara is that it's confusing. It's complex. It's complex. There's a kacha, and then there's a terrorist, and then there's a riot. Then they upshlug the riot. Then they upshlug the upshlug. You can get busy this. It's very complex, you know what I mean? It's a very complex. And the brain hates knowledge, unclear knowledge. When you chazen, now you're going to get the answer, the real answer to your question. When you review every time, you can ask my Whenever you review it, you get it clearer, and that's why you remember it. You remember this, guys? Remember this? You don't remember it because you learned it again. That's not why you remember. Because whenever you review something, whether it's a hundred times, but to the 101st time, whenever you review it, you get it clear. Because it's such a complex, the Heligod is so complex, even a simple Masechta like Brachas, it's very, very complex. And the more, when you review it again, it becomes clear. And it becomes clearer, you remember it, because the brain doesn't spit it out, because it became more clear. You have the Pshat. Now you have it. That's yeah, what I want. to Review it to get it more clear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so to review the Shia to get it clear. Good. What? what? Rashi, by the way, is <laughs> obsessed with Chazor. Rashi, dozens of places <coughs> in Shia. Rashi, I think, also had this obsession with Chazor. <laughs> I thought, but yeah. what does say? I don't the, the, the Yeah, The <laughs> to add the bite <laughs> yeah. the boy-tum. And that how the tomorrow. the 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 many places. Yeah, actually, Rashid, 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 Whenever he gets a plug, Rashi does it often. I don't remember there exactly, but Rashi is a little obsessed also, I think, had this obsession. Not only Rashi HaKadosh, every Godel. every Godel you read about is coincidence. Because maybe he was an ilu, he had 180 IQ, 160 IQ, 100 IQ, it doesn't make a difference. They became Gidolim, Tamir HaKhamim, and over and over and over again. Now, I asked you why is Rashi you're probably wondering, i guess your you a question. Why is money so much fun? And then I start telling you about Hazara, about my obsession of reviewing. What's the connection? You know what the greatest human pleasure is? The greatest human pleasure is when something fuzzy, something unclear becomes clear. There's a famous expression, there's, I don't think it's a chazal, but it's a famous expression. Ain simcha? There's no such chazal, I don't think. It's, I would say I had a book of all the chazals that don't exist. This is one of those. Somebody, my, my best medrash, his grandfather, wrote a safer of all the expressions. Like, Oysius Machimus, remember your third grade grandmother used to say, look inside, Oysius Machimus. There's no such chazal. So this is one of those, Ain simcha, but it's true. But it's emmets. It may not be open somewhere. Maybe it is. I don't know. I Say,
0: a radak. I think it's a radak. Radak. Rabbi Yeager. He says the same thing. He says, out, It's a radak. It's a okay. radak. You can't catch Rabbi Yeager on anything. Okay. It's like nine hour. So, uh,
1: that's it. The fun, the Geschmack of learning, comes from the new Before it was fuzzy, You saw the Gemara. It's confusing. <coughs> and learning is so gishmak. Because when you get it clear, there's no greater simcha, like a little child. Starts understanding a baby. Once he understands language, he gets things clear. That's how a person's baby grows. Because he wants, he clarifies. First, he has a lot of noise. Then he starts realizing, hey, those noise make words. He starts understanding it. That's how a child grows. And the simcha is because from something something blurry, something vague became something clear. You get it, you get the geschmack. Yeah. So that's why learning is so geschmack It's so geschmack because chazara. Chazara gets a rap, bad rap. Like people say, oh, Kesh okay, must be a tzaddik because he chaz. Shoitan. Fools say, yeah, you've heard many." You don't say Rashi Shivas. They think that the Yichas is like a tzaddik, because he thinks you, know, you learn it again. I learned it already, so you have to learn this again. I learned it once. They think like if Yichas, you're a tzaddik, tzaddik. Nobody accuses me of being a tzaddik. It's just I want learning to be fun, and it's only fun if you chazar it over and over and over and over again. That's how it becomes fun. One word. The shiva mentioned, Baruch Hashem, Reb not only God of the Torah, Shiva mentioned, I can't wait to Purim, I won't be at Purim, the is a God of the Torah, but also God of Midas. I took him for his Midas. I didn't take him. He took my daughter, but we were happy because of his Midas. It's the Midas, Tavis. He could learn a little bit, like a cherry on the, on the cupcake. But we really took him for the Midas. I once, I give the four reasons, you know, one of the reasons, but I want to say something, a little where Shiva said that when you learn Torah, it improves your need This not necessarily, I want to scare you guys a little bit. I want to scare you a little bit. Is it okay? I scare them? It says in Gemarin Chulin Kuflam, that you shouldn't teach to an improper student. You're not allowed to teach Torah to a Talmud Sheino Hagun. A Talmud, it's not proper, you're not allowed to teach him Torah. And the Rambam is the amazing Kiddush. I once noticed that the Rambam learns what's Talmud Sheino Hagun. Sometimes he teaches a Torah, I'm teaching him Torah, you know, in Chletzk. There was a guy there who used to write the Shirem about Shabbos. On Shabbos, Reb used to give shir, and he would write the Shiva about Shabbos. And the Bechetzkel Lemenstein said, kick him out, send him out of the yeshiva. And Reb said, no. Reb said, let him stay in the yeshiva. It a big machloikis. I heard this version late, but in the book, if you read the book of the Bechetzkel Lemenstein, it says a different reason why he left Klatschk. It's, but I heard the legend in Lakewood was, said "Rashiva, either he goes or I go. So Rabbi said goodbye. So Roshiva said goodbye. That's why Rav was not Rashiva in Lakewood. Over this Machlikes, to throw out the guy who was learning Torahs, Machal Shavis. And Roshiva said the Torah, so what does it mean you can't teach Torah to Talachin or Hagun? Somebody should have quoted Roshiva in the Gemara. Rav Mablanzi has bad videos. It's schlechter Midas, bad this. Because, now is where I'm scaring you a little bit. See, Torah, if you have good Midas, it makes it better. Exhibit number one. If you have good Midas, then Torah makes it better. If you have bad Midas, it makes it worse. The grove, it's a famous grove that Torah is dangerous. And every buba comment, you say in the beginning, learning this may be dangerous. You know, the art scroll of Yecheskel, so they have the, the Kabbalah, the first chapter in Yechezkel, says, <laughs> beware learning this. I say by every Gemara, say in the beginning, learning this may be dangerous. Because if you have good midas, says the Geroja, it makes it better. So that's why you can't teach Torah to have many bad midas. The rabbi says, first fixes me this, then you teach him time. Because Torah, th- th- do I have to explain why? That, that needs, <laughs> I have enough minutes for that. Let's see if I take an extra minute or two, but more than yes, that, yeah, no. I, I'm going to <castle> subject you to it. But Torah extenuates <tin-> <söz unfair> <maintaining> it. <aha aired> it makes greater the Midas. If it's good Midas, it, <laughs> it makes it better. And one of my, I think, I think the film of God may hold that the reason we learn Torah is to prove our meters. The you need good meters to learn Torah. Like my mother, she. All your mothers. My mother used to tell me when I was a kid, all your Torah is worth nothing. You have chutzpah. Your mother ever tell you that? My mother used to tell me, in Ghanavia, and she used to tell me when I was a kid, chutzpah. She would say, all your learning is worth nothing if you're not good So my whole life I'm studying, is she right? is mommy right? <laughs> is mommy right? Or, so of course, you see, if your mother tells you she's right, now my mother went to public school. She didn't learn sha's, she, she didn't Like, hey, I, I love my mother, she's a Tsarakist, but you know, she went to public school. My mother, and when she grew up, there went not so many She was the girls, she went to school Park High. So, you know. Then I have to accept how long this. I'm mean, at your age, you do. But, you know, when you get older, so I'm trying to study my whole life. Is, is mommy really correct? Is of really learning worth nothing if you don't have midas types? Because maybe the idea of learning is to improve your midas. But just remember that you don't have good midas. So then and the Torah can destroy you dangerous because it makes it makes it worse it can make it worse so you have to be very cautious I'll just end with one hour on the Parsh I thought I was getting a little more time I was going to speak on the parshias and the al Alshech wonders Mersha Hashem sends him on a is take out Kali of from says no thanks for one week he's arguing with the Ravai Nishlam afraid the Alshech to get someone else he couldn't find someone else there are a lot of good Yiddin there. There are millions of Yiddin in Israel. Had to be Moshe Abenum. To get someone else. So the Alshech, he says, that's when Paches Ve'era gives the Ichas. Had to have that Ichas. It had to be Amram and Kosph and Levi, is because of the Ichas. That's how the, Bab- the Alshech learns when Paches Ve'era starts with his Ichas. When Moshe Abenum is born, it says, No one. He was the God of Doran. A guy from a guy from a slavy, a slave. Doesn't mention nothing. So I always thought it's based on the that Dr. Maris says when you point a Nasi, a leader in Klyaswell, he needs Khussavas because somebody will punish him. And when they deposed the Evelyn Quarter Brachas, so they Ramliel was not nice to the and to Rabbi Shua, and they wanted to get rid of Ramliel, said so point Rabbi Kibi has no chosaf, and somebody'll Punish it. A leader is dangerous. That somebody's gonna, and a leader always I can't mean, make somebody a leader always get punished. So you need to protect you. So that's why I thought it. When Moshe Abed is appointed, the leader tells you who's Yichus. But the al doesn't learn that way. The al learns because it had to have that Yichus. need Midas The reason had to be Moshe Abed. Why did it have to be Moshe Abed? Why do you have to be Moshe Abed? Why was he the, the smartest, best-looking? Why was Maesha Beno? What was Maesha Beno's main life? What was the guy that's One word. Me Who said that? Mides, another. this. <laughs> Maesha Beno to appoint someone to lead. I So, you know, power corrupts, a wise man said. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, you know. Give me Moshabino You're the leader of Klaul Yisrael, like a melech. According to Was a melech. He was like a melech. It's very dangerous. To give a person so much power, so much covet. Sometimes people apologize to me. I said, I'm sorry, Rabbi. I didn't give you a keyboard at the wedding. I say, keyboard is poison. Thank you. I thank them. They, they apologize to <laughs> me. I was silly, Then, I he probably what i sorry, not the kids a keyboard. It's poison. Thank you for not giving me a, me a kiva You're poisoning me. So they had to have Moshe Rabbeinu, had to be the guy of Because he was the an Anabbi Kaladam. That's why Munsh Rabbeinu was chosen. That's why he said, I don't want it. I don't need it. He went have that older brother. He doesn't talk. He has this. Everyone's better than me. And precisely because he had this anivus. So Hanivis died. That's why it had to be Moshe. Because to point someone a girl Yisroh, you, you have to have that name of Hanivis. And of course, you know Rashi, all of his shas when Avodasarid Mar says Noach hit Sadek Tumim b'Midas. But as Rashi say, two places <laughs> of shas and Yisroh and Avodasarid. He said Noach Sadek Tumim Sadek b'Maisav Tumim b'Drach b'Midas. Which Midas Rashi say Anivis. Both places, Tzvachim Senar. Rashi says, One place he says, On of Savlon. And one place he says, On of Ruach. Because if you study the Mitzil Shashar, sure. he brings five types of Adivas. And the first two are Savlon and Shva Somebody told me Rashi when which says, Yish Moshem Av So Rashi Khumish says, and Shva Ruach. So guys, now you know, you have to do Rashi to be here, to me it's a zuchus to be here. Most of you, as the Rashiva said, most of you have a t'amidim of Rabdaniel and z'chus. Sometimes I wonder why I have this zuchus to have a son like Rabdaniel, and you have a makam, a shiva, a rebeyan, dedicated, that want you to grow and stay. So I hope I give you a little, little Pesach, a little opening, to realize why Torah is so geschmack. why it's so much fun to learn Torah, only when you have it, only when you view, review. If you don't review, it's not fun. So you're just confused, and when you're confused, it can't be <coughs> And remember that to work follow your Rosh you're Rebbein, the beautiful Midas that they have, because they were Yidin that started out with Midas Torahs, and by learning Torah, and this got better and better and better, and the beautiful people, Shem <laughs> Rabbi Rav Stern, grew up together, Av He grew up together, he grew up with us, and Baruch Hashem. So I, I know you're learning it. So thank you for listening. They should grow in learning, and this and Shem Shem Every move you make should be a Kiddush Hashem. Thank you. Amen.